Hi guys, um, welcome to day four. Um, I'm just trying to keep like um, some kind of a strategy. So I just, um, I really wanted to cover, um, we spoke about the signs of abuse last day and I want to cover some of those as well. Um, but I also want to cover um, the gaslighting. So this is like a hard thing to pin down because people do have conversations and um, normal conversations with normal people without um, personality disorder and they will say some of these things but uh, I want to just keep the context that when this keeps coming up if it becomes a pattern like I mean I'm sure people have heard their spouse or partner say some of these things that I'm going to talk to you about but if we're looking at other aspects, all the other um, aspects of this personality disorder, adding that up with the way you feel, the signs of abuse, um, and what is going on right under your nose, your gut feeling, red flags. So just don't, and this is part of how um, dynamic gaslighting is, that if you separate it and you pick it all apart, yeah, um, you can try, your brain will be like, no, you're good, you know, it's, uh, he's right he's right or she's right and so you'll just move on from it but uh i mean the gaslighting is so uh, it's like they do it so well that you obviously don't know what's happening and, and until you're in it until someone exposes it then later on you can look back and be like whoa what was i thinking so um i'm just gonna go over it and just remember that again like i can't stress this enough that you are the victim and having to deal with this abuse for long periods of time um, I'm telling you that it creates and starts a form of PTSD which I myself suffer from and when I first uh, got free of him and he kept coming back and coming back and then leaving like it was a process but um, I was not allowed to grocery shop so I had to give him a list by text or by on paper and he would get the groceries because I'm overweight and I was overweight and my weight has fluctuated but his reasoning and the thing that he would tell me why I wasn't allowed to grocery shop is because I was fat and it's like sending a drug addict into the pharmacy. So I was not allowed to grocery shop. So when I first got my own uh, got my own place me and the kids are living in a separate town I went shopping and I almost had a nervous breakdown in the grocery store I went into the corner of the freezer section I started crying because I couldn't um I thought I looked at the stuff I was buying and I start to have panic attack because I'm like am I buying the wrong things am I buying things that are frivolous is this just am I buying snacks does this even make sense is this gonna make a meal and is this gonna last a week I'm so stupid I can't make a grocery list I can't make this work I'm a failure and I mean I was free I was living by myself the kids and I were living by ourselves and I for a while and even still I sometimes second-guess um, myself, I'm like, geez, am I a good mom? Am I a good parent? Am I a good provider? And this is like a, a healing journey. Like, it's not just a one day I'm healed and I'm not 100% healed. But I have to look at these things and say, you know, I have to look at them now and say, no, I am able to do these things. I am a good person. I am a good mom. I am a good provider. So 
Um, don't let these things go in. Like always trust your gut. Um, so I'm just going to go over a few things. Like people be like, what's gaslighting? It's hard to pin down. So let's go over a few things, a few things that you maybe have heard things that I have heard. Um, this is gaslighting. I'm going to go over my story. Uh, I'm trying to put like a few little stories in to give you a reference of what I'm talking about. It makes, makes more sense to me. Okay. So things that I have heard and things that I've heard other um, people's people with this uh, disorder say um, things like, no, no, that never happened. Uh, you're the problem here. Um, hey, you can't take a joke. And like, there you go. See, you can't take a joke. People have said that before in a normal thing. But when you have all the other factors at play, it is a, it's a toxic trait. Um, you're mental. You're retarded. You're paranoid. Uh, you need help. Um, this doesn't mean anything to me. So shut up about it. Uh, people are saying the same thing I am. So people are talking about you, i.e. Mem- members of your family, uh, friends. Uh, I've heard from my, my ex-spouse, the ex-partner. Yeah, all your friends think you're crazy. Uh, your family thinks you're crazy and we're just putting up with you. And uh, so that would send me that would send me further away from my family uh, because I was always embarrassed of, of one thing or the other. Um, you took it wrong. I never said that. Um, things like that. Um, you're too you know, whatever they are trying to attack you with. You're too skinny. You're too fat. You're too loud. You're too shy. You're too plain. You're not sexy enough. You're not fun. You're boring. Um, you're jealous. Uh, I was kidding. I was joking. Um, then there's like, uh, the name calling. Um, and of course this would be specific to your relationship with this person. They know exactly what the buttons are to shut you down to get you to shut up because if you're arguing and then the the um, name calling starts, uh, this is something that they use to shut you up because it hurts so deeply coming from someone that you supposedly love. I suppose that the person is like the center of your universe, which they created that them being the center of your universe. So when they start calling you these names, it hurts and it shuts you down. Things like uh, being pole, you know, if you're too skinny, uh, fatty, you're a nun, which means like in the intimate, intimate um, relationship, you're a nun. I don't get none from you. Uh, you're dumb. You're a whore. You're useless. You're retarded. You're a freak. You're a mental patient. And there's tons more, um, of course. And then uh, there's another aspect of the gaslighting that is there's something that you don't like to do or that you don't want to do or that you wouldn't naturally do on your own. They want you to do it, whatever it is. And then so they force you to do it because you you feel obligated to do things for them that you wouldn't naturally do because you don't want to cause a fight. You don't want to cause waves. So you do it and you know you didn't want to do it and you you don't want to do it again or whatever it is. Um, so they sort of let you be and then they make you do it again, whatever it is. Um, and then they sort of contort that to like it was your idea. Um, so it's a, this is a huge gaslighting aspect. Mine was that he wanted to have two wives, two wives. Uh, and I was a prude. I was a nun because I wouldn't let him allow another woman, another wife to come into our home, actually into our home, into our relationship and into my family with my children. And so I was a prude. I was a nun. I was, uh, you know, all these things that I wouldn't let this happen. And, um, he wanted that time and he actually started grooming my children to be like, don't you guys want two moms? Wouldn't that be awesome to have two moms? And I'm not putting this down. If you have a dynamic that that's like that, that's fine. If you actually truly choose it of your own, go down to your true core. If it's okay with you, then it's, I'm not judging. 
but I'm telling you, I felt like I was going to be cut loose because of this. And I agreed at one point to have another wife come in. And then that very same day, I, I said, no, I was, I was beyond, uh, there was a situation where I was like, he was going to kick me out and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? Fine, whatever. And then he, um, he was just acting like a, I don't know, a, a, a psycho. And I, I'm like, is this what I have got myself to? Is this, is this my end game here? I had no um, desire to do that. Um, and, I, and then I said, I can't do that. So do what you have to do to me. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it to my kids. I can't do it to myself. So um, like the signs of abuse that go along with the gaslighting are like fuzzy thinking, like, like, you know, you just like, it's like you're in a, um, a stupor or like you're like coming out of anesthesia, but you can't get out of it. If you know what I'm saying, um, you question your sanity because you're like, you know, is he just, am I overreacting? You know, am I crazy? And, um, it's hard to make decisions. It is hard to think. It is hard to get anything done. It's just like you're in a haze all the time. And um, they use all the tactics they can to control you. Um, my ex would, if I would be loud, if I would yell at him, because I was just at the point of like, you know, trying to to get myself back or whatever this argument would come up, uh, I would yell or whatever. I would, you know, give him an ultimatum or something like that, trying to scratch back some of my life. He would say to me, I'm going to call your dad. I'm calling your dad to see what he thinks about the way you're acting. He would literally say that. And I, of course, would back right off 100% because I was already embarrassed. I didn't want any more weirdness, drama. I loved my dad and I didn't want to, I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed. So I would back right off and not say anything else to him. Um, Also with the cheating or the drug use and uh, whatever they're doing, this toxic behavior that they're hiding from you. Um, If you have, your gut is saying, you know, I think they're on drugs. I think they're using drugs. I think they're cheating. I think something's going on here. And you confront them with it. They'll shut you right down. But you know in your gut that it's true. I, my ex was cheating prolifically. Like, you know, he was like cheating like a boss all the time. And one time he came home. This is when my oldest son was quite young. He was probably five and uh, got home from work, apparently work, and directly into the shower, which wasn't usual for after work. After work, he would just go on the computer, eat, settle down, then have a shower. But anyways, he went right to the shower. So my, my brain was like, ah, that's strange. And then he's hopped in the shower and I go to take his clothes to the laundry because they're all in a pile. And they smelled like he was at someone's home. You know, the smell of like when cooking, when someone's cooking and the the smell of their cooking kind of gets into your clothing. It smelled like that. And I was like, your clothes smell like you've been at someone's house. He's like, what are you talking about? My clothes smell like someone's house. Okay, crazy. And I said, no, I know the smell of when I've been at someone's home and they're cooking a meal, like whatever the spices that they're using is kind of in my hair, in my sweater, in my clothes smell like their home, their fab, like their, not their fabric softener, sorry, but their um, candles or whatever things they have going on in their house, it, you end up smelling like that. And I knew it smelled like he had been somewhere where there was food cooking and ends up that I was right, ends up that I was right and that he was out at a person's house, a girl's, a woman's house. And obviously he was carrying on a full relationship 
several times outside of our relationship, he was carrying on full relationships where people thought that he was their man. You know what I mean? So go with your gut, people. And don't forget, this is a journey. It is not a one time and done. Uh, I still struggle um, with things that click. You know, sometimes I'll get a a smell of something or hear something or or see something or see something that I'm doing uh, and it will come back to me and I'm like, no, not today. I'm I'm not letting this affect me today. Keep pushing. Keep moving. You can have freedom. You deserve freedom. You are a good person. You deserve this. Um, you can you can do this. It, we can have freedom from them, and we deserve it. So, um, have a great day. Blessings to you all, and uh, just go with your gut. Take care, guys. <laughs>